It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. FM 104's Select Irish with Louise Ty. Select Irish on F104 and every week we chat to an artist about the first gig they ever went to. This week I'm joined by Adam O'Regan from Soda Blonde. Hello. Hello, how are you? Very good. Thank you so much for chatting to us. So tell us, what was the first gig you ever went to? So there's a bit of a toss-up in my mind between two, between two. okay? I'm not sure exactly which one came first, but okay. they're, they're, they're an interesting duo. I'll tell you both. One is either Steps. You remember Steps? I do. Yeah, how could you forget? The other one is dancing on stage with Michael Jackson in the RDS. Wow. Yeah, I think it might have been that one. I was good friends with um, with with Kevin Aiken, uh, Peter Aiken's son, Aiken Promotions, and when I was about seven years old, I think it was nineteen ninety six, maybe I was a bit younger than that. Um, he uh, he was doing his history tour, and there's a section in the song. A section in the, in the in the show, the children of the world, or whatever we want yeah. to have, a bunch of kids coming out, holding hands, and uh, doing a kind of ring around a rosy type of thing. And I was one of those children. Oh my god! Wow. Yeah. So you're yeah. literally part of history. That's unreal. Yeah, literally history. Michael Jackson history. <laughs> wow. Because I was going to ask you, what was it about the first gig that kind of stuck with you till then? But that's unreal. Yeah, eighty thousand people. Wow. <laughs> Wow. So had you had you kind of started music at that point or were you kind of just in awe of the crowd that were just standing in front of you? Do you know, it's funny. Actually, I, I don't really have much of a memory of oh. what must have been just a massive vista of, of, of people. But um, but no, by that time, I was I was too young to be into music. I didn't get into music until about five or six years after that. Okay. Yeah. What was it, the music then, that you gravitated towards? After that? Mm. Um, God, it's hard to know. I think... I think um, a lot of people my age might might not admit to this, but when the film School of Rock came out, mm-hmm. I was just coming of age. Like it was it was just it was just the right kind of movie that spoke to me as a teenager. And I think that that kind of got me into into rock music and got me listening to CDs and stuff. I think I'm twelve, eleven, and twelve. So that was the start of it. Um, and then you know I got into kind of Ten Lizzy, and then I got into you know, a lot of Irish bands and stuff like that, and it kind of snowballed from there. When was your own first gig? My first gig? Mm. My first gig was in a bar called The Legal Eagle. Oh. Um, do you know it? I don't. Fancy it's, name, though. It's the bar. It's beside the Four Courts. That's why it's called The Legal Eagle, and I think it's ah. where all their kind of barristers and stuff would go for their pints traditionally after their cases or whatever, you know. And uh, 
and I played my first gig in there with my with my first band. We were called The Revolts, and I was probably fourteen. Wow. Yeah. How was that? Do you remember those feelings? Yeah, I think if you look for it, you can probably find the whole thing up on YouTube. But I really advise you don't do that. <laughs> I was going to ask you, how do you feel about it all being there for everyone to check out? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I must uh, put a put a note in to get that torn down. But <laughs> but for something like that, it is kind of nice to look back on and go, that's where it started. Now look yeah. where it's going, kind of. Thing. Yeah, yeah. No, we actually we were talking about this recently. It's, it's interesting to think about there's probably a photograph online of every single show that we've ever played like wow. you know since the very beginning you know because just the age we live in now like there's always someone with a phone at every single show and uh, yeah, it's kind of mad to think about So then with Soda Blonde what was the first gig you guys did together? With Soda Blonde the first gig we did was in um, the basement of Hogan's we did a little kind of secret launch party for, for our first single Swimming Through the Night and uh and yeah, it was really cool. It was a really, very, very sweaty rock and roll underground show. <laughs> Things yeah. haven't changed much then. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how we like it. <laughs> but you have made some very cool announcements. There's a brand new single out, Bad Machine. Tell us about this single. Uh, yeah, so the single um, is it's one of our favourites from, from the album, but it, it kind of came about in a very different way to how we're used to working. Usually... How it happens is Faye will come into the room and she'll have written a song and she's very protective about her songs. She she won't she won't share them with us unless she's finished the lyrics entirely. Mm-hmm. She has a shape on the song. And this one time she reluctantly, we were kind of trying to find something to work on. I said, Faye, you've got to give us something. Give us something. We need to we need to make some music here. So she sang us this little melody she had. She did a bit of a chord progression. There was no lyrics yet, and we loved it. Oh. So we started building on it, building on it, and suddenly we had this song fully produced fully recorded but no lyrics and for any songwriter that is the last wow. place you can be because suddenly then you're it's very intimidating when you're kind of like contending with this big production you know and trying so, to f- feed around that almost yeah yeah wow. yeah, yeah so it so it, it took a bit of a while it was actually the, it's, this, it's a rare occurrence where Faye and I actually wrote the lyrics together and um that <laughs> was like a really, <laughs> she let me in she let, she let me in but uh yeah, for that reason, actually, it's kind of a bit, a bit of a highlight in my kind of memory of recording the album. You know, we had a really good time doing that. Yeah, you've mentioned the album a couple of times. There's a brand new album coming out as well, Dream Big, which is out in September. Yeah, 8th of September, yeah. Second studio album. What was it like to, I suppose, start into a new album after Small Talk? Well, it was, you know, it was... Um... I have to say, it was actually the, the process of making this album is the most fun we've ever had making an album in, in our whole lives, um, there definitely was like a bit of a pressure to kind of make it happen quicker. You know, the mm-hmm. first album we wrote over the course of three years or something like that. And then it was kind of like, okay, we really need to make a new album. So we gave ourselves like a deadline of six months and we just put our, put our heads down and we went away to a little, uh, writing retreat. And then we went into the studio. It's the first time actually being in an actual recording studio together as well as Soda Blonde. Wow. The first album was made in bedrooms and, sitting rooms and wherever we could find find any space, you know. So that was really liberating as well. So obviously that was one major difference between the two. Did did that make a difference to how it's sounding? Yeah, 100% it did because it it actually, it, it meant that we were able to have our drummer, Dylan, playing along with us. The way we recorded the first album, 
we kind of because we were we had such limited resources, we had to record every drum separately. Wow. And kind of stitch them together, and so it, that kind of takes away from the human performance a bit. And this this time, we were able to actually get in the room, and we had all these beautiful microphones, and we had all these be- this beautiful equipment, and we were able to actually just play together. You know, so it's much more human kind of playful record in that way. Unbelievable. And then not only did you bring out a new single, announce a new album, you're also going to be doing a tour. Yeah. Can't wait to get back touring, I have to, have to tell you. Uh, yeah, we've got a tour coming up in November, December. We've got a few dates in the UK. Um, and obviously we're coming back to Vicar Street, which is our favourite place to play in the whole world. Mm. And then we've got a... I don't know if I should be announcing this yet, but we're working on a little European tour as well in January. In January, so we'll be going around. Excellent. And, uh, yeah. So all busy at the moment. All go. It's all go. <laughs> How can people keep up to date with everything you're doing? Uh, well, you can follow us on Instagram, at Soda Blonde, Twitter, at Soda Blonde, Facebook, go to our website, sodablonde.com, um, and it's all up there. Excellent. Adam, thank you so much for chatting to us. No, it's such a pleasure. Thanks, please. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist-approved, so fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on.